Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, where performance is driven by original fundamental research on a global scale. This is Putnam Today. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Which way will the wind blow? That appears to be a key question for the Gulf Coast oil spill and whether it seeps into the area's fragile wetlands. Another key question, how many hands on deck are required to clean up such an epic mess? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Novo Nordisk, committed to changing diabetes through treatments, partnerships, and education. Defeating diabetes is our passion and our business. And by CSX, whose trains move a ton of freight 436 miles on one gallon of fuel to help reduce fuel consumption. CSX, how tomorrow moves. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Tess Vigland in for Kai Rizdal. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday. It is the 5th day of May. The Gulf Coast oil spill is prompting calls for tougher safety regulations when it comes to offshore drilling. Some critics say BP and others involved in the project should have taken more precautions. But as Sarah Gardner reports from the Marketplace Sustainability Desk, the decisions around precaution versus risk aren't so simple. Some critics now point to the lack of a remote-controlled shutoff switch on the Deepwater Horizon rig. It's required in Norway and Brazil, but not in the U.S. It costs half a million dollars. Transocean, the rig's operator, wouldn't comment today, but a spokesman for the International Association of Drilling Contractors said the backup device hadn't been demonstrated to be effective. The thinking is that lots of leaking oil could block remote signals. Lucian Pularisi is president of the Energy Policy Research Foundation. None of the companies that, I've, that we're familiar with deploy new technologies until they are convinced that they, one, work, and two, that they're a net gain as a result of doing that. And figuring net gain isn't so simple, say environmental experts. Cost-benefit analysts call events like this low-probability, high-risk. Matthew Kotchen, an environmental economist at Yale, says some safety decisions make more sense only in hindsight. So just like it always seems as if it was an obvious decision to have bought flood insurance after a flood, it isn't always obvious that you should have bought in flood insurance before the flood occurred. Kachin says calculating beforehand the full environmental costs of an oil spill are next to impossible since the extent of damage is clear only years later. One thing that is clear, this oil spill will most likely lead to new regulations. Finding out exactly why this accident happened should help shape those new rules. I'm Sarah Gardner for Marketplace. A flotilla of boats battled the oil slick today. Defense Secretary Robert Gates approved funding for the deployment of thousands of National Guard troops to help with the response. And BP is recruiting volunteers to clean up the beaches before the oil comes ashore. Hundreds of people have turned up in the last couple of days at a makeshift training center in Waveland, Mississippi. Kate Archer Kent reports most want a paycheck in return. Wayne Goff has eight kids, and he's been out of work for a month. He's an instrument technician, and his dream job is working on an offshore rig. The beach cleanup is a good cause, but he's in it for the money. This company made billions last year in profits, BP. Now, I don't have nothing wrong with volunteering. I've done volunteering during Katrina and other projects around the city, but uh, everyone needs to make a living. 
Goff knows that good-paying cleanup jobs are out there, but he'll settle for litter pickup, even if it's just one day of work making $10 an hour. I, you know, I'm a skilled guy. Uh, I'm not, not to say I'm above picking up trash, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in it to, to provide for me and my family. Goff is going through BP's basic safety training course in the lobby of a strip mall here in Waveland. It's for people who want to clean up beaches and marshland before the oil makes a bigger mess. A BP contractor delivers a PowerPoint presentation. About 40 people have turned out for this afternoon's session. Jim Suchia is BP's community support coordinator for this county. He's trying to keep expectations in check about landing jobs from this basic training. We don't want to put people in a position where they're gung-ho, they're excited, they want, they're motivated, highly motivated to help. And if we provided training and that didn't use them, that might have a negative effect that we can't measure. So we're